the NBA season just kind of snuck up on us. Been talking about football for quite some time. And before you know it, basketball is here. And it's, I don't know, about to talk about it, I guess. Uh, Wayne Diesel, Theo Backman, Ethan Hartley. Let's just go right into it. The best way I thought of to kind of cover a lot of teams in a decent amount of time was comparing teams to albums because you know that's a popular thing to do um ethan i'll start with you who of the 30 national basketball association teams to you is like drake's 2021 certified lover boy and why do you feel that way about said team um i'm not entirely crazy for the boston celtics that just might be biased because i hate them with a burning passion but i feel like i i read a lot like that al horford's gonna return to his all-star form like no <laughs> like, no exactly like that's like that's the point like and in, in what world does that work out i've i've never loved marcus smart I, I think he just purely runs on hustle which is fine, but that doesn't doesn't really make you like that talented. I don't think Dennis Schroeder is the answer at point guard. I mean, he he might be good, but I just I just think the problems and the drama he's bringing just isn't good for a team that's been dealing with that stuff since they traded for Kyrie Irving and then you know they traded Isaiah Thomas with that. Um, yeah, I just uh, the depth doesn't wow me. They still hold on to these young players. Like, I mean, I, I like Peyton Pritchard. You know, we, he went to my college, so that's fair. But you know, Aaron Neesmith is a guy that's, that everyone's like waiting to do something, and he just won't. Uh, somehow, Grant Williams still plays. I think he's one of the worst basketball players I've ever seen who actually gets minutes. And uh, I mean, I like Robert Williams. I, I like I like Tatum. I like Brown, but I, I just don't think like a lot of people are saying they're like a top four team in the East, and I, I just don't see that. Theo, you want to go off the CLB theme, or you want me to give you a different album? Yeah. So what are we thinking there? Like a team that might be a little bit overhyped or something like that? Well, I guess it's open for interpretation. I personally like CLB. So maybe it would be a mm-hmm. team that like everybody else thinks less of. A team I with big expectations that's going to meet expectations this Wipe year. Wipe my ass with CLB. That album's fucking shit. I'm, yeah, it's, it's open for interpretation. However you felt. Or I can give you a totally different album. No, I, I, thought, it, I thought it met expectation. Um, so I'll go with the Miami Heat for that. They made some new additions. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they caught up to the nets or the bucks with their additions but they'll be better than they were last year they did some good things kyle lowry's a good player uh they threw some money at duncan robinson because they need him uh they need his spacing with the players they plan on playing around him but i think the heat have an interesting group together can do some interesting stuff pj tucker interesting ad wayne i pose the same question to you you want to go off with drake or you want me to give you a different guy um, tell you what, I'm a, I'm a need, I want both of them. So for all full disclaimer, I've never listened to college level boy. I ain't heard a single, I ain't heard a damn song. No. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is I don't know. And why I'm saying that my, my, so I'm comparing CLB to the nets 
because there's a lot of things I don't know about. I don't know if I'm going to get Kevin Durant and James Harden all season. I don't know if Kyrie's going to get the shot or not. I don't know what I'm going to get out of LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't know how Patty Mills, you know, runs this whole team. I don't know what kind of cohesion they're going to get. There's a lot of things I don't know. I, I don't think they can get out of the East, but ultimately I really don't know. I don't know how they can deal with a team like the Heat that looks like they're getting ready to take the corner. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Kyrie does come back, how does it fit? I don't know if he does get the shot and he comes back and get hurt again. I don't. I can't count on Kyrie being healthy because he's really never healthy. And quiet as kept, KD ain't been healthy since he didn't got his foot hurt in Golden State. And I don't know how James Harden's going to adapt to these new rules because, you know, they got that new rule, the shooting thing. And he, James Harden gets a lot of his money from the free throw line. So I don't know how he adapts. So that's my college lover boy comparison because there's a lot of things with the Nets. I don't know. On paper, it seems like it'd be fine. But now with Kyrie missing, we really don't know. So that's my that's my CLB comparison to Brooklyn Nets because I just really don't know what I'm finna get. It's a good so, way to put it. It's, you know, a lot of people you know on paper that are household names, but then you put them all together and does it really flow. Right. So if you want to give me another album, that's cool. But I right. felt like the CLB, I'm like, well, damn, I don't, I don't know what's on it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm getting with Brooklyn. So the comparison just worked for me. Yeah. You familiar with Kanye West? Um, 808's a heartbreak and everything back was cool. Everything else I had to check out. Like that night, that beautiful disaster nightmare album thing, I, I tuned out after that. Okay, that's fair. I, I I'm a, look, I'm old school. Uh, I'm old right. school. I'm, I'm a. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, this will, I know nothing about rap really. So let's say the best Jay Z album. What team is the best Jay Z album? Well, shoot. That's the blueprint, baby. That's the Lakers. They give you the blueprint. You know what I mean? They gonna dirt off their shoulders. They gonna get. They gonna get ready. Go and get to work. I, I know. No, I can't defend zero and five, but it's the preseason. They gonna get it together. I think they gonna need some time to kind of get that cohesion and coordinate and get everything percolating. But them Lakers getting ready to win it all. I was saying that when they got Russ. I'm saying it now. I'm gonna say it tomorrow, and I'm gonna say it all year until they get dismissed from the playoffs. The Lakers getting ready to win it all. Now that's where I'll argue differently because I've never been a fan of Russ. Really, I th- I just don't think he's a guy who is gonna be able to take a backseat role without limiting somebody else, whether it's LeBron or even AD. Maybe I mean, and let alone uh, the depth on this team is like, I mean, like they're one of the oldest teams in the NBA. Like those guys, like just can't hold up. And I think Talhorn Tucker is really good, but he just got hurt. So he's going to miss some games. And I don't know. I just, I just think, I just think for like, it it can work out, but I just think for it to work out, Russ has to completely change how he enters every single game in terms of the responsibility that he holds. Um, so here we go. We're going to push back. Now, I don't know if you know this, but on the sports wave, I'm the resident Kyrie defender and I'm going to hit you what I hit everybody else with. And Russ, I trust. So check it out. All Russ has ever done is he gave Paul George his best season ever. Pa- uh, Ka- Kevin Durant 
led the league in scoring four different times when Russell was his point guard. And then when he had James Harden, James Harden led the league in scoring that, yeah, that time he was with the Rockets. And then this whole time, Russ gets triple-double, triple-double. And I'm not really a triple-double guy because I think that's more of an indictment on the team than it is the player. Because if you got one guy carrying everything, that just tells me, well, what the hell is everybody else doing? So I don't think Russ is – I think the triple-double thing's done. I think he might get one here and there, but I think that's done. And so I'm looking at if you can make Paul George better, if you can make James Harden better, if you can make Kevin Durant better, why wouldn't I think you make LeBron James better or – uh, Anthony Davis better and also quiet is kept I think what we're going to see we're going to see Russ off the ball more because quiet is kept Russ is really better off the ball because it's it's really the judgment everybody has a problem with getting to the hole is fine shooting you know you can leave that alone but he does everything else well but he's really good off the ball and you've got somebody with LeBron that can handle the ball pretty well because he does that point forward thing which he does anyway and now you got Russ not making the decisions, not being so reckless. So, and then you, you, well, you're going to start it. And you, he can push the pace and you can slow it down. And I know everybody talking about the age, but any team of note that I can just really think of, one with, you know, seasoned vets. Now, I don't know if they always this old, but you, I hadn't seen the team with a, a, you know, a roster full of 22, 23-year-olds that won a championship. You need some vets, some people that's been there. And I think LeBron is still a top three player, four, three, depending on how you feel about, you know, Giannis and KD. You know what I mean? So, and then in the West, who's really stopping him? It's not going to be the Clippers. It's not going to be Dallas. It's not going to be Phoenix. The Warriors, you got something to kind of talk about there, but I don't think they got the piece to put them over the hill. I don't think they're going to have an answer for uh, Anthony Davis in seven straight games. I don't think they got those. The only person I can see rivaling them is Golden State. The Lakers are better than everybody else. So as, as time goes on, LeBron adapts. They're going to learn together. It's too much knowledge on this. And they got their trees back. They got Dwight, who was, who's been, who was great for them. They really never should have let him go. Learned that lesson. And again, you got Russ, your X Factor. So when you do got people like, man, let me take a break. When LeBron needs to sit down a little bit, you got Russ who can put the pedal to the floor and drive it. So you got another ball him when LeBron's I, not doing it. I think the Russ edition is going to help a lot. And I think like a couple of years ago when Russ was going to win MVP, he was a little overrated, but it's gone the wrong way where now, now he's getting underrated. Like he's still a very valuable player. And people act like his stats are empty, but it, it always leads to the playoffs. Like, he is impacting winning. And I think, like, he, he can be better off the ball. He's played with stars. He's played in the Olympics. He's played in all-star games. Like, he, he knows how to coexist with other players. I think we're going to see the side of Russ this year. I mean, we saw everybody praised Chris Paul when, when he did with OKC. But when Russ was doing that with OKC, they said he couldn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. So what I, now, obviously, they're two different kind of point guards. So I'm just trying to figure out, okay, y'all love Chris Paul. What he did with OKC. But when Russ did all this, y'all just want to talk about the triple-double. I'm also trying to figure out why when Russ gets a triple-double, it's a problem. But if Luka does it, you know, he's the best person as Larry Bird. I, I don't understand why people – they pick and choose. And I, I'm just, I'm a rust guy. I'm not saying he's the best point guard ever. I know he got his flaws. I, I get that. But him with LeBron and AD and some cohesion over the season, I'll take it. 
and Russ I trust. So who's stopping them in the West? I don't think anybody's stopping them in the NBA. I got the Lakers taking it all. And he was taking to have to be a lot of shooters. And I don't know if y'all know this, but OKC, you know, there was a lot of meat left on that bone with that roster after all the big dogs left. So who you trust shooting? I didn't trust anybody to shoot, so I'm the best guy. So hell yeah, I'm a shooter. But and when he had some talent in Houston, he passed it off. He was giving it to people. And quiet is kept. Don't know why I want to talk about it, but Russ was actually the best player on that Houston Rockets team. Russ had a better season than James Harden. Don't nobody want to talk about it. They just act like they didn't want to see it, but it happened. And now he's with, you know, some real people. He's not the best player. He don't got to carry the load. He's what the third best? Yeah, third best between Braun and AD. So we're good with it. I don't think the Lakers win like more than fifty. No, I don't know how many games. going to be enough to get them. I don't think they'll get the first seed. I don't know who the first seed's going. I don't know that, but I do trust them to get. I do trust them to get uh, like a top three seed. And I trust it might take some time for the chemistry to work itself out. They got a lot of new players, but uh, there's too they have too much talent. Once it gets going, if they're healthy, I think they win it all. My my question with Russ is why is it every year that you know his time in Houston, you know, Houston trades for him, they're like instant contenders, probably finals candidates. You know, same thing happened in um totally blanking. Washington? No, of course, of course not. They were never finals contenders. Like uh, when they traded for like Paul George, you know, like oh, I, you know when Kevin Durant was still there, it seemed like every year like they were right there. Why do they fall short every time? I don't think you can go around and blame every other player he's ever played with because you know James Harden averaged thirty six points a year. He was with Russ. He led the league in scoring. But but now Russ is the third player. option. Like like that like that alleviates that. Now you don't. Now Russ isn't going to be making the decisions that are going to decide the right. games. But and I don't also, think that, I don't I think that's it. in his DNA to be able to just tone back like that. That's my thing. I, I'm I'm with you, but I, I've seen him take a back seat to the KD, and I've seen it with well, he kind of it was kind of hit and miss with James Harden. But my thing is, I have a theory, and Stephen, you might know about this, but you know, I don't think you can win when your best player is a point guard. I just have that. I know it's happened historically with Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, and. Technically, the Steph Curry year, the year they yeah, beat. but that's all that it's only happened those three times basically. Right, like, I, I think I think you're good. Right, so and I'm just like, okay, these great players couldn't do it. So why? And Steph, we saw Steph have like an MVP caliber season last year, and they missed the playoffs. And we know how we everybody loves Steph Curry. So my thing is, if Steph couldn't lead a, a team to a championship by himself, you know, MVP Derrick Rose, Chicago Bulls couldn't do it because he couldn't stay healthy. Any other point guard you want to put in there, Chris Paul or Steve Francis or Stephon Russ Marbury. has done more than Dame, and they get viewed totally differently. Except Russ won right. MVP. Correct. Dame, so, Dame probably hasn't even won, finished top three in MVP. So all these point guards, they can do it. So why would you expect Russ to do it when no other outside of those three that's done it? And But guess what? The good news is he's not the best player on the team anymore. He's number three. So – I don't, I don't see how this doesn't work. And you're going to – it's LeBron James. He ain't never played with a LeBron James. You can kind of make a case for James Harden because James Harden, he really hadn't done a whole lot in the playoffs, so to speak, too, outside of that year he made the Western Finals. 
and at least Russ has been to the finals, and we all knew who the best player was. It was Kevin Durant. It was he was leading the league in scoring. They was talking about he was going to be the future of the league. They was talking about KD, 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 KD. It's KD's team. And now, guess what? It's LeBron's team. And he, he knows that. So who has he had to rightfully take a backseat to? I wouldn't take a backseat to Paul George either if I was Westbrook. And at that time, Melo, I don't know if I would have took a backseat to him. Why? Because they was coming to his team. So why would he have to take a backseat? He did the, he did the right thing with, with James Harden. Nobody thought that was going to work. But he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like so, Rescue is so competitive and cares about winning. It has to be tough for him to be with guys like James Harden and Paul George, who are great, but like aren't living up to their full potential while Russ gets every ounce out of his potential. I think the Lakers are just like, that's just a good fit. It's just a good team for Russ to be on. I like, I think he'll respect everyone more. I, I I really, I really think it's going to work. Yeah, I do too. Like I said, I got them taking the cake. I I do. Now who coming out in the East? I'm I'm not really sure about that yet. I got, I got the thing. Yeah, I mean, the, you're, you're right. The Nets are just such a, like, what are the Nets? I, I got right. to see them know. first. Now, I'm on record by saying I said that I don't think they'll ever win a championship. Now, getting out the East, I don't know. But I just hadn't been a, a Nets believer. Steven, you can attest to that. So, in this year, it's just a whole lot of questions. I just, I just don't know. Now, even if they make it, even if Kyrie played in the finals, I don't think a Nets team with all hands on deck can beat the Lakers. Even if with Kyrie... James Harden, Kevin Durant, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, even they got all them, I still don't think they beat L.A. But, again, I don't know if they're going to even have Kyrie. <laughs> you know, who knows? Yeah. You know, by the time April may roll around, he he might be a full-blown Indian by that point. We, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just hard to tell. There are 28 other teams in the NBA. Uh, obviously, Nets and Lakers, rightfully so, are the favorites because, you know, they got all the star power. Right. But what's like a realistic non-LA Brooklyn team that can represent their conference in the finals? Being a team that just won the championship. They're not going to be there. They're not going to be there. And I put I picked Milwaukee to win it last year, but they was almost like, you know, Dallas the year they won in 2011 when they beat the Heat and everything. They got hot. I was, I really think the, I think the Bucs can be better this year than they were last year, though. Like last year in the regular season, they weren't a great team. Like I don't think they clicked, but I think like Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis, like there's a way where they could fit seamlessly together. And we started to see that in the playoffs. I think it could carry over. Like, like they were not a dominant regular season team last year. And I think they might be that this year where we see them win like 66 games. Yeah, but we've seen in the past that that formula doesn't always work for Milwaukee. They had a couple back-to-back number one overall seeds and then early exits, so maybe they don't want to peak too early. I I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be there. I mean, they'll be good. I'm not saying they get ready to fall off a wagon, but I just don't think so because teams have have gotten better, and some of the breaks they got last year. I don't think they're going to have. I don't think they sweep. I'm not sure they can even beat Miami second time around. Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. I don't know. And they're not going to have to deal with – no, they, they didn't play the Hawks. They didn't play the Hawks. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, not, in the conference finals. Yeah, in the finals, yeah. 
But yeah, it, like so, Trey and Giannis both got hurt. Like it was, it was a very weird series. Right. So I don't think they're gonna have the benefit of injuries. And I mean, I guess you could say they got a little lucky with KD and the whole shot thing. So you can make a case they weren't supposed to win that series, but they won it. So it is what it is. And I'm waiting to see what Philly does. I'm, I'm waiting to see what Philly does with this whole Ben Simmons thing. Now I, I don't obviously I don't see him being there by the finals, but I I don't see them. The only team I just see with just a lock in the finals is the Lakers. That's the only lock I, I have. But as far as the East is is wide open. It's it's wide open because Philly even without Ben Simmons, they're still a good team. And if they do trade him, which we're assuming, what do you trade him for? You're going to get something. We just don't know what that something is. And as, does that something make you better than Miami? Does it make you better than Brooklyn? Does it make you better than Milwaukee? We just got to see the package. So I'm looking at all these things. There's a lot of stuff going on in the East that we don't know about. Are the Hawks, are they really like that? Oh, they just mm-hmm. kept lightning in the bottle and they getting ready to go down. You got the Bulls, too. I'm not sold on the Bulls. The Bulls, oh, yeah. are way, they're more interesting then they are good. And I were, love Big Baller Brand. You were sold but, on them last year without Lonzo and DeRozan. You said that they would beat Brooklyn the first time I ever talked to you. You said that they yeah. would beat the Brooklyn Nets. And they yes. add DeRozan and Lonzo Ball, get rid of Markinen, and now you're not sold on them? Yes. Right. All right. And by the way, by the way, you can look it up. Last year when they played in the season – Chicago beat Brooklyn. But now you're not told on them that they got way better. I'm not, not big, not coming, going to the finals. Well, obviously, like, they're not going to make the finals. We know that. Yeah, but 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 they're they're an interesting team in the East. Right. They're way more interesting than good. So who, all right, let me ask you this. Are they better, are they better than Milwaukee? No, definitely not. Right. No. Are they better than Philly? Uh. it it remains to be seen, we, we, we don't say. know. We don't mm-hmm. know. This year, do yeah, I but think that should say than... that should say more about Philly than less about Chicago? You know that Philadelphia should be better, but the fact that we're like, oh, maybe the Bulls might be better, says more like more about Philadelphia being the unknown than Chicago. I mean, Philly was the one seed last year too. Like saying Chicago could be better than them. Like Chicago, I, think, so I just they, don't, they, they got a lot of I, that roster just don't make sense to me. My, because they got some stuff they really don't need. My my thing with Chicago is that they they've just changed so much that I just don't think that they're not they're certainly not going to get the ball rolling right, right away. Maybe around playoff yeah. time, sure. But literally the only player who's who, like a bona fide star who's who has stuck through it is Zach Levine. Vucevic has barely played because he was hurt when he got traded, and he he barely played afterwards because it was the end of the year and they weren't making the playoffs. Lonzo's new. The Rosen's new. Kobe White has to find a new role. He might be just a scorer off the bench, but he had a starting role that's completely changing. They have Alex Crusoe now. Patrick Williams, I mean, he, I mean, he could – I'm still high on him, but, you know, he's has to find a new role as basically the fifth option in the starting lineup. I mean, everything's about, everything about this roster has changed. Certainly on paper, like, you know, they, they could be a top three seed in the East, but, of course, you have to play together – and work things out, which they have a long way to go for that because of how many players are either just on the on the team in general and just who have to find a new role now. Yeah, Billy Donovan is not exactly someone this. I trust to do that either. I, uh, I just going to put this little nugget out there since ain't nobody else going to see it. 
you know, they might not be better than that, that team in New York, you know, playing that guard, you know what I'm talking about? They might not be better than them. We, we don't know, but, you know, them Knicks, <laughs> that eight, they, uh, they got a little beef too, you know what I'm talking about? Got a point guard finally, you know, got some more offense. All the things that made them good last year, they kept it. They got a return the coach of the year. They got a return the most improved player of the year with the contract. We got the kid coming back home, playing for his hometown team. I mean, hey, you just never know. I'm just – we talking about the team of New York. Let's yeah. talk about the team of New York that's got a little function going on. We All our players is vaccinated. We ain't got nobody – on IG Live crying about I mean, don't gotta get about political. We ain't got that going on. We got our point guard. Yeah. And hey, we maybe there was a fourth seed last year, and all we did was upgrade Elford Payton to Kimba Walker. Which, so, and we exactly. upgraded. All we did was get trade in Reggie Bullock for Elford Payton. That, that's all we did. RJ only getting better. They say Mitchell yeah. Robinson looking good and in shape. Oh, we he's always this. looking good. Every year, so hey, just saying. We since we talking about teams now, yeah. let's talk about some teams now. Let's talk about the team that had the number one in defense. Let, let's talk about it now. So we talking about we can talk about Chicago. Yeah, or we can talk about the boys that's making me a right now. What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Who said it? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about the Knicks though. I'm not. Hey. Let's, hey. You said it, not me. No, I mean, the Knicks are a good team to get all horned up about. You know, I you know just... what I mean? By the way, for <laughs> everybody want to count it, everybody want to talk about it, undefeated in preseason. You see, we just sit there and drug Detroit for a little bit for a bit, two and a half hours. So, yeah. hey, everybody looking good, that cohesion. And Kemper didn't even play. Now, I know it's Detroit. But, uh, hey, we, we looking good. Julius Randle going to win most if, improved if again. If we're going to question – whether the Atlanta Hawks run was just, you know, kind of their thing where they were all together, then we certainly have to do the same for New York in their regular season. Yeah, run. we don't, though. The Knicks are like, oh, no, 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 no. Let's, no, let's no, seriously no, break this down. You paid how much because money for Evan Fournier, who was the number one option, one of the worst teams in the NBA. Let's let's be fair with that. RJ Barrett, we still, we still have yet to see if he's a real star. Kemba Walker, who knows how many games you're going to get out of him. Hey, Julius Randle is one true star, which is fair. I'll, I'll give respect to that. Yeah. But Mitchell Robinson also plays 40 games a year, Max. He, he's, got no there. he's got worse foot injuries than Joel Embiid. We want to talk about injury-prone players. Let's talk about that 7-2. Hey, hey, don't say that too loud. Well. He might break his hand again. Oh, hold on, Steven. Hold on. Do, do you want to get him or do, do you want to get your me get him? Cause no. I, I hear some volume, I, and you I, know me. Yeah, loves sports, like, no, you, you, Wayne loves to talk sports at high volume. Yeah, do it. Let's Turn do it. Up this. By all means, okay. I'm listening. So here's why we're not gonna call New York a flu. We not because we're not gonna be going four on one on offense like we did with Elfrid Payton. We are not gonna be subjected to Reggie Bullock just shooting and shooting and jacking up threes. We are not gonna have the offensive woes. And by the way, the uh. Elfer Payton, not Elfer Payton, Evan Fournier and K- Kimball Walker combination, that was one of the few bright spots that Boston had last year. Now we have that in our backyard, in our backcourt. And we got Derrick Rose, who we don't have to play 45 goddamn minutes for. Now he can just sit there and come off the bench, which is what he really should do. And are we going to get Mitchell Robinson? 
I don't know if he's going to play five minutes, five games, or five, or five seconds. I have no idea, but guess what? We got some backup for him in Nerlis Noel, who I don't know was second in the league in blocks. You know what I mean? So we got a big man that can come in just in case Mitchell ain't ready. Can can they say that? Because last time I checked, uh, your backup center went back to Hollywood to go play with Bron Bron. So, and then, and we don't know who your point guard is going to be in Philly, but whoever you do get, I can promise you won't be better than Kimball Walker. And guess what? We ain't got to spam Kimball Walker like that because we got another point guard. And we got some scoring with, with Quentin Bridges and Miles McBride, who are some nice shooters. And we also have some more shooting and floor spacing. All the defensive things that made us just great, we have all of that. And R.J. Barrett, he has improved. Has he been the great scorer? No. But he has proved he's going to be effort. He's going to give you consistency, and he's going to give it to you on both sides. And, by the way, he has been shooting better. Now, I know it's preseason, but it is something, okay? Is he – does he look like Tracy McGrady right now? He does not. Yeah. Does he look like okay. Grant Hill? He does not. Does he <laughs> make you feel good about just giving him the ball and get out of the way all the time? Yes, he does. He does not. Okay. But what he does do is make Julius Randle a lot better. And let's talk about Julius Randle because now he has a partner in Kimball Walker. So you can roll with a pick and roll or a pick and pop. Why? Because both of them are dangerous. What really happened last year, because couldn't nobody on the goddamn team shoot worth a damn. I'm talking about me. Well, well Diesel got that jumper, so they could have used Diesel last year. But anyway, nobody was scoring. Nobody could do anything. And then the playoffs, the game slowed down. And they just said, let's game plan around Julius. And they put a whole game plan around Julius. And then Julius went from Cinderella to the great big pumpkin. That's not going to happen because now if you do that with Julius, guess what? We got Evan Fournier who can score and create his own shot, something we didn't have last year. We got Kimball Walker who can create his own shot and score like he did last year. And by the way, he can also set up a Julius Randle. So Julius don't have to sit there and play so much on the ball. He can take him off the ball a little bit. And by the way, we still got ain't no stopping Obi Toppin who came on later in the year. Let's see what he does. And we got Alec Burks coming back. Our bench unit was great. It got exposed because our bench unit turned into some of our starting unit. We had to figure out how to do something. Alfred Payton became unplayable in the playoffs. So you had Derrick Rose doing everything except selling popcorn in the garden. So, yes, he got tired, but that's not going to be the case this time around. So with all that, can do? Can I say that the Knicks run was a fluke? I cannot. And I'm looking for smoke with Atlanta. Whether it's Mitchell Robinson or Nerlens Noel, it's not going to matter. Joel Embiid's going to spank the living shit out of both of them. I, I, I'm still not sold on how you you mentioned that your bench became your your starting unit for certain parts of the season. I don't understand how you can still say the same thing will not happen this year. Kimball Walker's knees are not going to miraculously get better. Uh, who got? Who knows how many it's, games it's you're going to get out of him. And you, start, and you still might end up playing Derrick Rose 45 minutes a game because is quickly really that good? Maybe yeah, he he's is. a scorer off the bench, but to, to put him in a facilitating role, he has barely any playmaking ability whatsoever. He's not going to have to. It's he's fine. not going to have to anymore because now him and Derrick Rose, they work good together. So that's why they had to break that, that up. That didn't happen last you, year? Do what? 
that didn't happen last year. They they, they played on the same team. What what what's going to change now? It, it was a mid-season acquisition. They didn't get that juice, you know, in the offseason. The because during the playoffs, hold on, Derrick Rose was there in the playoffs. So during the playoffs, again, Elfer Payton became unplayable, and Derrick Rose became our starting point guard. So when that happened, Emmanuel quickly so when had Kemba to take Walker doesn't play because he's going to miss games. That that's you don't point. know he's going to be missing. A, you he's guessing? Gonna miss, he's, he's no, gonna he's, guessing. Going. He's, he's probably he's not going to play on back to backs again. Yeah. Your your knees miraculously you get better. So you thinking Kemba going to take games off in the playoffs? Are you talking? Well, no, no, I'm talking in the you regular season. You still have to make the postseason. And you're gonna be look. You're not gonna have the. You're not gonna. We can go on limb and say you talking about my point guard. You we we you think. Kimba's not going to be playing in the playoffs. We know Ben Simmons will not be playing in the playoffs. Talk about ben Simmons because I'm more than happy to talk about Ben Simmons. I like Ben Simmons. I'm a big, I'm a Ben Simmons defender. But that lockdown defense that you had, you're not going to have anymore. Not by the time the playoffs because you'll get something. Getting. Now, what you get for it, I don't know. Now, am I saying that the Sixers are better than the Knicks? Probably, but. We can't just sit there and assume that, oh, Kimba's going to be hurt when you're sitting up there with a center made out of sticks. Yes, when he's there, he's great, but we don't know if it's going to be a foot or an elbow. He played hurt last year. We don't know if he's going to be stable to stand upright. We do not know that. So you can't sit there and just assume Kimba's going to be missing when you're sitting up with, you know, with a big center stick up there. You can't right. say that. But we're t- we're talking about New York right now. If we want to talk, talk about, about Philly, New York, if we want to talk about Philly, my, by all means. You came for my point love, guard and his love kneecap. Love so I came for, for uh, your center and his feet. That's what I did. That's what I did. Joel and I told Embiid you why I wasn't killed Eli with his bare hands. Did you know that? What? Joel Embiid once killed a lion with his bare hands, he said. That's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to include that. He's still going to miss games in the regular season. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody's I, going I count to. It's on fine. missing games. Yeah, that's fine. But you know what? I count on being there in the playoffs. Yeah. You know why? Because it's, there's this thing called load management, and we can afford to do it now. Why? Because can we you? have way, way more depth. Now, that is that going to happen in the playoffs? No, because you're not playing back to backs in the playoffs. So you can rest. Yes. Get a nice meal in between nights, you know? I think no? I can think of. Five teams who can't believe Knicks a, fans with, are worried about rest in the playoffs already. Yeah, you got a little you ahead of yourself. Get there, you got to, you got to, no, you got to get. We gonna be in the, so are we saying? Are we saying with a straight face the Knicks getting ready to miss the playoffs? No, is that what we're doing? You guys aren't a lock by any means. There's, there's a lot. Not of a lot. If, if you're, if you're gonna talk low management, then you're aiming at like a seven eight seed in a first round. A seven eight seed. Hey, first round exit isn't bad. I had a lot of fun with the first round exit last year. You mark what you mark my words right here, Stephen. You can stamp this. The Knicks at minimum will be a five seed. You can book that. Oh, there is no. not a and, and, and I would agree. Three seed, Wayne. Come Kemba on. And Mitchell play, but if you're going to talk about load management, I don't think that you can't Even play the same the, stuff. If like we got a four seed, Golden State have done for years because they can bank on being a good seed and getting a deep playoff run. Because by the time it comes around, they have the talent. An ability to get there. The Knicks are absolutely not the same team at all, and I think that's pretty clear. If we could get a four seed with Elfer Payton, Reggie Bullock, and a backup center, why could why can why can I refuse to believe that we won't do that this year? And we got Derrick Rose. If we had Derrick Rose all season, well, 
we've probably been about fourth seed. And we got cohesion, and those rookies have gotten better. And we got more depth. And, and the people know how to play together. And I'm willing to bet Alfred Burke ain't going to miss – Alec Burke ain't going to miss the amount of time that he missed last and, year. And Tom Thibodeau looks great in a quarter zip. That should be noted. At minimum, we're going to be a five seed. There's not eight teams in the East better. There's not eight the rosters Knicks. better in the NBA. Okay. If so I was going to say where we right at there. in the yeah. NBA, I'd probably say – like East and West, I'd probably say around – no, this is a top 10 roster. Knicks fans are feeling themselves. I'd probably say about 12. I'd probably Dude, say out of all the teams, probably about 12 best between both. Con- I'd probably say about 12. Pacers won't make the playoffs. And, like, Wayne and I already got, like, our outfits picked out for the ticker tape in late June. So, yeah, we're going to be in the playoffs and we get to the second round. You can book that. that We're getting out the first round. Now, anything after that, all bets are off. But we're making the playoffs and getting to the second round. You you can book that. Yeah, I would even say that this year's Knicks roster is better than the Olympic team. Hello? How much time we got left? Oh, we only got a time limit today, sir. You want to? You got a what? Talking? No, we till the break of dawn. There's my project oh, reference. We, we, we didn't came up in the world. No more. I mean, not there. really. I just mooch off Hartley, but yeah, I guess you could say we came up. Huh? Yeah. So let's just you know keep going back and forth. Uh, Theo, what's an Easter conference team you want to talk about? Uh, the Hawks? What, what do we think about the Atlanta Hawks? Bad choice. Don't want to discuss Trey Young? No, I don't want to discuss Trey Young because now he's going to average like 17. Everyone's going to be like, oh, why did Trey fall off? It's like because Trey can't bump into people 98 times a game. And you know that uh, rule, that's going to that's gonna hit Trey Young hard too. Yeah. And he's going to struggle with that too. And then he's going to get booed out of MSG December 25th. They still have a good roster. Bad. Yeah, they were great last year once once McMillan was their coach. Uh, like DeAndre Hunter and Reddish were out for the playoff run. Yeah. Uh, so uh, both of those guys could be good. He was averaging like 18 a game before he got hurt and then like barely played after that. John Collins yeah, I think, had a down year. I still think we haven't seen his full potential. Clint Capel is a, a good center. Querter's good. Bogdanovich is good. Okongwu has potential for sure. They still have Jalen Johnson who can be something, maybe. That still is yet to be seen with, you know, they still have Gallinari too. You know, there's a crowded front court in front of him, but, you know, he still has a lot of upside to be something. Lou Williams is there. Like, like they have a good roster. Great roster. Yeah, if Trey can keep facilitating, like I, I think his scoring might take a dip, but they have a very good team. Yeah, average team. The Lon Wright too. I'd feel good about it if I was a Hawks fan, but you know, as an unbiased, just fan of basketball, it's it's okay. I don't think they get back to the conference finals, but. I don't think that run was as, as big of a fluke as people think. I think now, they're I, playing I, champions. They're good. I just don't see them going to the Eastern Finals again. Yeah, I don't think are so be- either. Are they better than the Knicks? <laughs> they are better than the Knicks. They are not better than the Knicks. Not this year, they're not. They're not. The same they, are. they weren't better last year. I mean, they got lucky a few times in the playoffs, but that's – that's because we were all too excited. So it was like, you know, when Deontay Wilder lost the second fight, we just – we got a little too amped up, you know, before the fight. 
So we lost our legs, but that doesn't really count. No? It's, it's never good when the host says something and nobody says anything back. It's either I'm really right or super wrong. I think it's more towards the wrong part. All right. <laughs> no one wants to hear me ramble. Ethan. Sure we what? do. Who, who, really does. who you got? Who who is your CLB lover boy uh comparison? Well, I really like the album, so I would have said the Knicks. And uh, I don't understand oh. why not everyone feels the same way. Every team's you know, all other teams are relevant. Knicks tape. <laughs> Ethan, what's a West Coast team you want to discuss? Mm, this is this is one that's been on my mind, and I and I understand they're they're not gonna make like any legitimate impact now. But I, I think I think the Houston Rockets are kind of like a fun team that you can watch with no expectations. Like Jalen Green is is already like I'm not gonna say top tier, but like has the potential to be a top tier scorer. He's off to a way better start than any scoring rookies we've seen in the last couple of years. He can seriously I am the number one Alperin Shengun fan, so I will second this. Oh, that guy, I mean what nationality is he? Uh Turkish, I believe. I would have said Chinese food. Go on. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, you already, you already said it. Sengun can be fun. I think Kevin Porter is really nice. I think he's going to turn a lot of heads because last year, didn't he score like 55 points or something like that and 11 assists? I mean, he popped off when he finally started playing mm-hmm. after. I don't, I don't even remember what happened. I just remember he got traded for a second-round pick and played for nothing. Um, you know, Josh Christopher might, might not make an impact, but he was a fun player in the summer league. They still have Jason Tate, who was, you know, a big rookie for them. KJ Martin was fun to watch, you know, like they still have Christian Wood too, who, you know, before he got hurt was, I think a really good player, you know, like they, they, ha- I mean, people want to put them as like a bottom tier, like Western conference team. And they, and they, they might be at the end of the day, you know, that might just not work out, but I, I just think they're going to play a fun brand of basketball and it's going to work out with not having any expectations. And I, I think they have good stars to, you know, I, I, I would say they're, they're ahead of the curve compared to what a lot of people would want to say about them. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do with John wall. I like, so, weirdly enough, I don't think he'd be a bad fit with this team. Like he's a good transition point guard. They have young players, uh, just get out and run in transition, put up tons of shots, score a bunch of points. I, I, like, I, I don't know if he's going to play or not. Maybe not. But I think if he did end, if they can't find a trade partner for him and he does have to play for the Rockets, I think there's a world where it's not a disaster. What about that guy? That, oh. Who was that guy that made like the all NBA second team on the Rockets that like nobody had ever heard of? Christian Wood? No, not him. You mean rookie team? Yeah. Jay Sean Tate? Yeah, him. Is yeah, he he's pretty good? good? Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys, I don't know if you said it. like or not. probably 26 already, but. Hey, he was still a rookie fine. last year, apparently. Sorry, Wayne. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I, uh, and I've, I've said this before, and I, I'm going to keep on saying it, but I think, you know, talking about Philly. I think that's the, the trade, one of the trades that need to happen. I think Ben Simmons for John Wall would be great. I think that works because number one, it gives Ben Simmons a fresh start. It gives uh, Houston a good start to put with Jalen Green and Kevin Porter. 
And I think Ben Simmons is great enough to – I think he's really playing the wrong position. I'd put him at the three or the four more than I did the one. I've never liked Ben Simmons playing the one. So you can put him there. And then John Wall, I mean, with the Sixers, it gives them somebody that plays off the ball. You can pick and roll. Somebody that's not scared to shoot. Now the health thing, hey, that's – I mean, you just got to take a risk there. Like I always thought the Sixers should either – I mean, since Phil, uh, Brooklyn's not going to do it, and that's off the table – the Warriors not going to do it off the table. So the Rockets, out of the three teams, the only ones that's really left. I mean, so I, I like guess the Timberwolves trade. could do something. But, yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of teams left. Or, I mean, just off of – just between that and my backup team, which I hadn't said it publicly, but I was going to bring it up when the season starts. Since Brooklyn's not going to work, Sixers – I mean, and Golden State's not going to work. I don't know if the Houston thing works uh, or they do it. I would go to Cleveland. I would trade Colin yeah. Sexton for Ben Simmons. That'd be perfect yeah, make, make sense because I don't think teams. I don't think I don't think Collins uh, the six the Cavaliers are not trying to pay Collins six for whatever reason mm-hmm. and we know about Ben Simmons in the Sixers so it works for both ways they get their franchise point guard Sixers get something to be happy about I guess but as far as my team in the West I mean it's it's Hollywood baby it's, it's Hollywood. So that's the only team I'm really think about. But a team, I'm just – here's what – I'm just going to ask a question. I'm going to look at a team in the West. We know L.A.'s going to win it all. We know that. But you know that. I just want to – I just got a question. When are we going to start telling the truth about Luka Doncic? Because I'm convinced Luka will never win an NBA championship. Playing how he plays, when, if long as Luka's your best player, the, the Mavericks will never win a championship. You know, Wayne, that's the first time you've ever said something and I heard it and actually made me, like, sad. I don't want to live in a world where Wayne Diesel doesn't think Luka can win a title. He can't. I'm not – I'm certainly not more excited about Luka after his coach is now Jason Kidd. Like, that's that's not something that makes me feel more excited about the future of Luka Doncic, but I, I still do believe in him. Uh, Chris Stapps, like, it hasn't worked. Uh, he can he can be the best player on a championship team, but the second star has to be someone better than Porzingis. I, I don't know what type of player you would put next to Luca. I think that's something that still remains to be seen. If you want your second best player to be a big or another ball handler or shooter. That's why I wanted Kawhi to go there so desperately. I feel like that would have been perfect for him. And that would have been because yeah, someone that can make up some defensive work for him too. So yeah. someone needs to take the ball out of his hands a little bit. And I understand, you know, obviously taking the ball out of the best player, one of the best players in the league just kind of sounds ridiculous. But, you know, th- there's a lot of times when, when at least I would watch them that Porzingis would set a screen, either he would flare up or cut, be open, and it would be Dantich the one taking the shot. You know, I, I like Jalen Brunson, but he's not going to play 30 minutes a game to really take the ball out of his hands. Tim Hardaway Jr. is like a great guard to play beside for his shooting ability, but he's not going to take the ball out of Doncic's hands. It needs to be somebody else who can kind of take the weight off a little bit and, you know, still allow Doncic to be productive, but at the same time allow him to do other things because he takes so many shots and bad shots. Yes. And he doesn't really get, others involved he might get a lot of assists which is what luca which what kp was frustrated about yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he had like a 40% usage rate last year, which you just can't do in the playoffs. Like when you're taking a beating like that, and we saw it, like his body got beat down. He got hurt. Like he, could, he couldn't survive that first round series. So until they get someone that can take the burden off his shoulders, like that, they're not going to be able to make that deep playoff. Run. Yeah, I kind of wish. And, and, and they blew, like I mean, they've been out the first round twice. And that second last year, they had, what was it? Uh, what was it? Three one or three two? They had a lead, or was it two? They were up two zero, and then they were up three two. Right, and then they blew like a double digit deficit, and they never recovered from it. Yeah, and they were healthy when that happened. And matter of fact, they had lost the Clippers had lost Kawhi. So, I just I just don't see what the hype is and all the fuss and hoopla is about Luke. I know he's cool, but I think he's way more flashy than he is good. They're not better than the Suns. They're not better than the Lakers. They're obviously not better than the Clippers. So if that, you're not better than those four teams, I, mean, I don't know if you're better than Utah. So what do we if you if you're not better than them? Oh, and we still got the Nuggets, who I'm not even sold on. So who 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 are you beating? Playing I mean, they'll like make the play. playoffs. That, yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but well, make the playoffs do and do what? Thing. No, yeah. I mean they might lose in the first round again. Like they'll, they'll be looking at like the Lakers in the first round. Like I. As much as I love Luca, like it, it, and even they don't play the Lakers, I, I don't they, see. they're not gonna be better than the Warriors because you know Clay coming back this year. The Warriors they look good. You know they gonna have you know they core of, of Splash Brothers. They gonna have all that. So I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out who would they be because they're not better than Phoenix, the Lakers, and they may not be better than the Clippers. So who will you be? And you're not better than the Suns. And what did they do to get better? Well, what? <laughs> you can beat Portland. Congratulations. Portland still has uh, some that's, I'm just trying to figure out when we going to start telling the truth about, about Luka. Because they'll do it with Russ. They do it with LeBron. They'll do it with Kawhi and all these other greats. And everybody keep trying to tell me that, oh, well, Luka's about to run this league. So if we're going to put that on him, how come we can't – start criticizing him like because they was trying to do that to Giannis. Oh, he can't shoot. He can't shoot. Well, guess what? He took him and his broken jumper all the way to the NBA championship and won it. So yeah. how come we can't do that with Luka? That's that's where I'm at with it. I think they need a player. Like, I, I kind of wish DeRozan went there. Just, you know, like I said, another player that can just take the ball out of his hamstring for Bradley Beal isn't the worst thing in the world if that's even an option at this point. I don't know what kind of package they'd arrange, but Chris Tapps isn't going to be the player to take the ball out of his hands, so it has to be somebody else, and they just don't have that right now. Who's at an elite level talent that can move your team forward? Like I said, you know, Jalen Brunson's cool, but obviously not that guy. As, as no, long I mean, as Dallas hasn't acquired player. an elite player like through through free agency in like what 15, 20 years, like they're always in the mix in free agency, and they come up with nothing consistently. As long as Luke is the best player on the team, Dallas is not going to win a championship. I'm not going. Yeah, I, I disagree there. I think they just need to find a, a better number two, and they'll be fine. But I, I, you know, you know why that didn't work? Because you can have who's a great number two. I think Brandon Ingram will be a great number two. But guess what? Luca, it's still Luca. Luca's the man. Who's going to tell Luca to, hey man, you got to stop doing these bad shots. You got to learn to pass out of these double teams. You got to learn to trust your teammates. You can't just try to go one-on-three and try to take these circus shots all the time. It's not going to work. And I think Brandon Ingram will be a good number two. You know what I mean? A Bradley Bill will be a good number two. I mean, you're not getting him. 
But you know, I mean, I mean I'll, Luka I'll will be fine if he can just get people around him that can hit open shots. Like that, like that's he that's got half of the problem right shots. now. Tim Hardaway Jr. He had a good series. KP, they weren't even respecting good. Tim Hardaway in the playoffs. You did what? They weren't even respecting him in the playoffs. Like, like his his defender was leaving him every time to trap the ball. Like, the, and they the, paid the, for it. He had he had an okay series. Like he had so, he had some good games. He, he's just he's not the threat that they that Luca needs next to him. So let me ask you this: Who had take take the stars out of it? Take who has a better cast, Milwaukee or Dallas? Ta- take oh, Giannis but, away and take Luca away. Who has a yeah, better? M- Milwaukee definitely. Yeah, Milwaukee. yeah. Like who's the second best player on Dallas? Like like Porzingis has been almost a negative the last couple of years. Like they really have nothing. Yeah. Milwaukee I, I has don't think. Milwaukee has players on their team. Yeah, uh, but I, I think Dallas does too. Like, who, who do you think's like their second and third best player on on Dallas? Like, uh, Porzingis and, and TJ and Tim Hardaway. Hardaway, and then like Brunson. Like, that's not better than Middleton and Drew Holiday and Bobby Portis. So, do you think that could be? I think because remember a couple of years ago KP was a unicorn. They was talking about they, he's about to be the man. Mm-hmm. And I think if they use him a little more, he's still a mismatch problem. He's not gonna be Dirk or nothing, but he's still a mismatch problem. He's still seven three and can shoot. He he's kind of a suffering the consequences of you know not getting the shots that he wants because he kind of just chucks up a lot of threes. Like he, he's not aggressive in the inside like he used to be, and I and I. I guess that's just from like you know kind of. He's like, suffering it because he doesn't have a point guard that's going to put him in the right situation. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just not getting his touches, and every time he does, he's like, "I, I just, I just got to score," kind of thing. Like, like and, I, and whose I fault is that? Shots up. Oh yeah, it's it's Luca's fault, of course. But right, I, I'm, I'm right. saying that he's not it's, it's like good. he's not like gone as a player. Like, I, like I, I think I think there's a way it can be figured out. But like, so do you think Jason he, Kidd he, figures that out for Luca? Oh no. I don't think fair they enough. have that I don't think they have that player to you know stick up for the team but I think Jason Kidd will tell him like hey you know you like you said when you got to pass out of these double teams you can't take the ridiculous shots he'll lead him down the path that we all want him to go down it may Rick not be Carlisle you know opening night but I think I don't I think Rick Carlisle just wanted to keep being there and didn't want to upset Luca. I think if they really like Jason Kidd, I felt like they got because he could ruffle feathers and wasn't just going to be like a stooge for Mark Cuban, if you know what I mean. I think that's why I don't know. J- Jason Kidd's had two head coaching opportunities already, and he's been terrible in both places. So that's not someone I exactly believe and trust in, but we'll see. But if we're going off of that track record, this lines up good for Dallas down the line because you're either going to get two superstars or you're going to win a title not too long after he leaves. You're not winning a yeah. title, so I, I can tell you that. Well, no, after he leaves because that's what happened with Milwaukee. Oh, no, they're going to pay him. They, they, they're going to pay him. No, I'm saying because... Jason Kidd, like after he left, like places that oh. he coached got better pretty quickly. Yeah. So Dallas will win so... in the next five years. No, not long as Luca there. Unless they get somebody better than Luca, and Luca's a really good player. That's why it's, it's kind of hard to do that. But speaking of people leaving, let me ask y'all this: 
And I don't know. I'm apologizing for hijacking the show, Stephen, but it was just a question I just want to ask y'all because y'all said people leave it. Um, is this Zion's last year in New Orleans? Because I, think I don't it is. think so. It, it should be like like they've they've that David Griffin screwed up every move as GM like the last three years. Like they've lost every trade, but no one's turned down the super max yet. Like that four year extension after the rookie deal. Like there's been players in terrible situations. Like I don't think Ben Simmons like where he was. He signed it. Like it, it, everyone signs just because of the difference in money between that super max and that. And then after that four years, he'll leave. But I, I think he'll stick around. I don't no think he'll said sign. no to it yet. No, no, no one sign. has said no to that money yet. It's the first the time of everything. Once upon a time, there's always been a first person to do something. There was the first person to score 100 points. There was the first person to score a three-pointer. There was the first person to get the biggest deal in history. There's, there's always going to be a first. So yeah. if somebody going to pop that cherry, it looks like it's going to be Zion. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he I deserves to do it. They're, they're so, committing so more crimes he, on that roster. He, then? he requests for a trade and then what? Yeah, because, I mean, you request for a trade because if you're not going to sign, you want to get something for him. And but usually they, it'd be on that they, last year. He, he's going to be a restricted free agent. so he, they, I, they have him under control for like six years. How, 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 how does he win in this scenario if he requests a trade? I mean, I think he's got to do this year. He's got to do his thing this year. So I'm thinking it'd be like the off, next offseason. Yeah, that's I think thing. they just screwed I, I the whole thing up. proven himself. Because if he says he's not going – sign an extension and or you can make because we see superstars get out all the time we, we, we're seeing that they, they built this whole team they could have put zion next to drew holiday and anthony davis and like i know ad was unhappy but he had time left on his contract like so did drew i i, I they should have given that a chance like that that could have been a good team and now they're gonna lose zion and he'll never play with anyone nearly as good as anthony davis like i, I really wish they would have just given that a chance I, and he didn't want to play that. And I think it just speaks to New Orleans because nobody seems to want to stay in New Orleans. But I think this is I think this is last year in New Orleans. Whether it be traded, well, it's got to be a trade. So now who gets him? I don't know. You think, think Zion is, can be the best guy on a title team? He'll get a ring before Luca. I, I think he's like a Blake Griffin. Like I think I think you put him with the right the right type of point guard that can get him looks like all NBA. I, I, player, I lean more towards a yes, because one thing that Zion can do great better than Luca is he's great off the ball. Now I don't like the point Zion thing. I don't like that. That's why I thought uh, Stan Van Gundy had to go, but I love that Zion is effective with the ball and without it. And he can – I wish he was a better rebounder, but for the size, hey. But, yeah, I think – I believe Zion will get a ring before Luka will because of the way he plays. Anybody that's willing to run the floor and can be effective with or without the ball, I'll rip you got a good chance to do something special off the top. I think – Zion can be the best player, but not have the most of an impact, if that makes sense. Like when yeah. Cleveland won, LeBron was obviously the best player, but they don't, and then they showed, they don't win their finals if Kyrie Irving's not there. So he needs somebody who is still a top 15 player, but isn't considered better than himself. And he's going to have a good about, center next to him too. 
and that's thing about Zion becomes this guy we think he will be, which I I don't know. Yeah, he's still he still is yet to really show himself. Like he can he obviously can change games when he plays, but I mean he's always going to have a, a knee problem with his. Uh, he's not even there fight. yet. He's already averaging like twenty five and seven. Like he's he's already putting up massive numbers. And he's got that great currency that translates into playoffs. High percentage shots. He's great mm-hmm. at getting high percentage shots. Yeah, he'll shoot like 60% from the floor. But having said all this, Zion's great, and I would much rather have Zion over Luka and all this, but I don't think New Orleans are going to make the playoffs. They might make the play-in tournament because with that roster, I just don't – No, their team is it. terrible. Right, right, which leads to more unhappiness with Zion. I don't think it's yeah. – a- entirely that bad i mean I, I don't think they i don't think they i mean i really want to put i mean man i think they about down there with the spurs bro they might be a little better no. than the spurs but you know what's no. that saying if you if and, you and I like the star spurs. power you figure it out if i do what if you have that kind of star power you figure it out i think Nikhil alexander walker can be solid survey yeah. says they can't because they had lonzo a good young point guard they got brandon ingram who i like a lot you had Anthony Davis, and they was missing the playoffs a lot when they had AD. And AD was supposed to be, like, the future of the league. So you had good rosters. I think you had a good roster last year, but, you you know, you jacked it up. You had point guards. So what do you – if you couldn't figure it out when you had real talent, why would I think you could figure it this out? This year's team's definitely worse than they were last year. For sure. For sure. Absolutely it is. So if you couldn't figure it out with that, why about – why? Why would I believe you gonna figure it out with this? Well, like you, unless you believe in the kill Walker Alexander, whatever his name is. So, if you couldn't get it done with Big Baller Brand, you ain't gonna get it done with the point guards you got now. Because what none of them better than Zoe. And you obviously don't know how to use Zion because you're putting them at point guard. You're just putting people in the corner to shoot. I love Zion, but you can't just let him play fullback to the rim every play. That's not gonna work. You got to find somebody that can use them off the ball. That's why I like the Zoe and Zion connection a lot. I think that was great. And really, they really should have been building a team around Brandon Ingram because quiet as kept. He's the best player on the team, not Zion. Brandon Ingram is way better than Zion and everything. But they give it to Zion because Zion's the marketable. He has a way. Zion's game is really pretty on the eye. And they're going to gravitate to that. But they're really building it around the wrong guy. And so to answer whoever asked that question, can Zion be the best player on your team? No, but he's a hell of a number two, a hell of a number two. And I think you can win with that. So they're building around the wrong guy. They're focusing on the wrong guy. They can't find the right coach. The GM is trash because they care about the Saints more than they do the Pelicans. And nobody wants to play with them. And all the stars, all we ever hear is somebody unhappy. Anthony Davis, unhappy. Zion, unhappy. Brandon Zoe, he was ready to go. So, don't start ever seems to be happy there. So, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They might make the play-in. Cool, because it's – I don't know. I think they're better than the Kings, I think. But, man, that's why Zion got to go. So, yeah, I get it. But you want to be in the playoffs. You want to win. You're going to get money. You got that big-ass deal with Jordan. You're going to get more sponsorships. So leave that money on the table. Get with a team that you you really want to play with or you think you might want to play with and get, get the money from there. You're going to make the money up. Why Instead of just 
you know, hamstringing yourself and shackling yourself to a franchise, you know you're going to be miserable and it's going to be harder for you to move and they're going to give you more control or give, give them more control and lose all your leverage because it's easier to get out of a, a one-year deal or a two-year deal left. But it's hard when you got four years left on the table. It's hard to do that. So that's why I don't think he's going to resign. Because I can go on a limb and say the Pelicans are going to be about right where they are in the next five years. Where they are now, they're going to be about right there, give or take a spot or two. They might be eight seed one year, nine seed one year, maybe do really good and get a seven seed. But that size they're going to get, if they can do that. Because This West is when they have Zion for like $12 million too, and they're going to sell him on the fact that they're going to build a title team when he's making $45 million. Like, I, it's ridiculous. Like this is why this is when they should have gone all in while they had Zion. He's he's ready to average 25 points a game. You have him for like 12 million dollars. Like they should have a team that's ready to win and they, they wasted it trying to put all these young guys in. They kept getting the wrong order. Like they just wasted this entire rookie contract they had. They can't get disgusting. it right. They 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 can't get it right. For well, no, the only thing they got right is Zion and signing Brandon Ingram, but then and they had Zoe. But then they didn't know how to use it. They got a great deal for Anthony Davis. All things considered, they got yeah. the best thing they could have got. So definitely, that, they did that right. But they've been jacking it up ever since. They, you know, they got hard and, and got lucky in the draft and got the number one pick, oh Zion, and totally forgot Brandon Ingram is the best player on their team. Is there a team that we didn't mention that you guys think? Might mess around and win the chip. <laughs> win the championship. Well, okay, maybe not you, Theo. Is there a team that we didn't say that you know might win the title? I mean, I always like the Nuggets. I, I, I like. I, I think they have a very good team. I don't know about championship, but like they, they had a good run in the bubble. They made the Western Conference Finals. Like they were injured last year. They're always in the mix. Uh, like, like, there's a way if, if all the injuries happen again, which we've seen injuries aside the title the last couple of years where, like, the, the Nuggets have the right group of guys where they could step up and win. Hartley, what about yourself? I won't say title-wise, but I think people are really sleeping on Indiana. Sabonis, Brogdon, Lavert, that's a solid big three to compete. In, big three. In a decent playoff run. Miles Turner is still great defensively. Once TJ Warren is healthy, he'll, you know, we saw his bubble run. Obviously, the same thing won't happen, but I mean, still during the regular season, he's been a solid player. Jeremy Lamb can score off the bench. TJ McConnell just had a great year. Ashi Brissett was good. I think he's a solid bench player. I think Chris Duarte is a solid plug and play kind of player. I think they have the pieces to, you know, be a middle round seed this year and Rick Carlisle that's way better than the, than the dude they had last year the players didn't even like all right it's that time we make predictions that won't age well and a few months from now be like what were you thinking Wayne Diesel who wins MVP and who do the Lakers beat in the finals MVP after all that I said, I'm just going to go with what everybody else said. I, I'm going to say Luca. <laughs> After all that. And who's going to the finals in the East? 
if, if, you, if, you, if you're nailing me down today, I'm going to say Miami because Miami feels like the best team in the East right now. TV, your turn. All right, I'll go a uh, little bold prediction on the MVP. I'll go Jason Tatum for my MVP. Under the radar, like think he could break out, average about like 28, 29 a game this year, lead the Celtics to a high seed. Going to be playing tons of games. Uh, and finals, I got uh, Lakers, and I, I think the Bucks will make it back. Lakers win. Hard stuff. MVP, I'm going to say Mr. Embiid is healthy. Jesus Christ. Scores more than 30 a game. <laughs> Sheer force, uh, finals prediction. Um, like I said, I'm not sold on the Lakers, so I think Milwaukee's more of a safe bet than LA, probably. But I think Miami still has a very solid chance. Um, I'm gonna go Milwaukee, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say the Jazz. What the hell, man? I'm gonna say the Jazz, Jazz. The Jazz to do what? We didn't even talk about that. Like, yeah, I'm wearing a Jazz jersey. I was going to pick the Jazz to be in the finals, and then you made me all mad picking Embiid, and then you picked the Jazz from me. MVP, who cares? It's a meaningless award in the NBA. Next over the Jazz in five games. The Jazz weren't even discussed, and both of you guys have them in the finals? Well, I, I thought one of you would pick the Jazz is like the team that we didn't talk about, but Hartley picked the Pacers. And then I really the didn't to want to talk finals. about the Jazz. If I was going to pick a team we didn't talk about, I'd much rather talk about the Grizzlies over the Jazz. I'd talk okay. about the Kings before I talk about the Jazz. Uh, yeah, this is what we know we've met our time limit. when we're. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot Mr. Tyrese Halliburton, you know, fan club president over here. Davion Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, a lot to be excited about in Sacktown. Luke Walton's still there. Ain't nothing to be excited about. Ain't gonna be in the lottery. That's why their nickname is Sacktown. Just a bunch of. They're going for an NBA record this year. If they miss the playoffs, it'll be the 16th year in a row NBA record in a league where over half the teams make the playoffs every year. That's that's theirs for the taking. They (laughs) they about to get it. Wayne, tell me. Tell me just some bold prediction, non-finals, non-award, just some bold prediction about the NBA season. A bold prediction? Yeah. You just want me to say something crazy? I mean, it's a bold prediction. If you believe because it. I don't have anything that's really just bold out there. Everything, just say, I mean, I don't, sometimes I'm not trying to outthink the room. That's just, Everything's laid out. I got, I, I got the Lakers winning it all. I got Brooklyn in the Eastern Finals playing Miami. It's, it's clear cut. Everything's laid out right there. What you want me to say? Portland getting ready to make the Western Conference Finals? No, like I was so, gonna say, Ben Simmons doesn't get traded, and Kyrie plays over half the games for the Nets this year. Oh, well, that is bold. Yeah, Rookie of the Year will be a player that was not picked in the top ten of the draft. Quentin Grimes wasn't picked in the top 10. Yeah, who He's was also in the top 10 that's winning rookie of the year? Jalen Graham. James Booknight, 11th pick. Charlotte, like him. We didn't even Shen talk about Jalen Suggs. 
There's a lot of middle round guys. Played on a team with a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Okay. Actually, one last question, Wayne. What team is going to be like this podcast tonight? Started a little slow. We got hot in the middle, and then you know, we evened out and remained solid until the end. The Hornets. Okay. Sure. Golden State Warriors. Oh, and start. I told you they get Clay back. Leangelo didn't make it, Wayne. I told you he wouldn't. You got me. You got me. He's on a G League roster, though. He he on yeah, the G League roster. The Hornets. You're right. I I said that he did not make the team. You you got me. Big Baller Brand did not make the Hornets. I I was wrong. Theo said the Warriors, Hartley, and then I'll let you guys go. That's my bold prediction right there. By the, that's my bold prediction. Leangelo Ball will be on the Hornets roster by the end of the year. He's going to get moved up from the G League. The final game he, of the year when they have a bunch of injured players. And yeah, you know, like, Tony Romo also made the, the Andre Ingram. Let's sell some tickets and put Leangelo Ball in the game so all those corny big baller fans will come and watch. Whoa, hold on. We ain't gonna disrespect. See, see, we was almost at the finish line. We are not gonna play fade big baller brand like that. We ain't gonna. How much time we got left? No, no time limit, Winster. Oh, cool. What we're not gonna do? I, I know we trying to get up out of here. I know everybody got stuff to do, but we we gonna defend big baller brand right here, okay? Because they thought Lonzo was getting ready to be a bust. They was getting ready to span him out, throw him out the league. But all he's done is, I don't know, improve every year. And come to find out when he's a free agent, he was in popular demand. Le- the way- they was pretty high on LaMelo, Le- Le- LiAngelo, LaMelo. Baby Bottom, they high on him. And they look like he's going to be a future fun league between popular. I think it's going to be between Zion and LaMelo. I think that they're going to be good. And LiAngelo, for somebody not to play, he sure is talked about a lot. So people may not be signing him, but they damn sure looking at him. They damn sure looking at him because deep down we hate on the big baller brand, but we watch. We watch to see what they're gonna do just in case. Because there's a shot that he may actually make it. There's a chance he may actually make it. Why? Because the boy can play. The boy, he had to sit out all year because his ankle. That's that's really what messed him up. Because he was on the summer league roster, he was primed to make a team. But you know, his ankle toe up, so he, he couldn't play. And then the whole Corona shutdown thing happened. So it was, you know, it was just a wrap. So he couldn't do nothing. And he did okay-ish in the summer league. Well, watch what he's going to do in the G League. Let him get some more time. They already looking at him. And what better way to ensure your superstar success in LaMelo than bringing in his brother, LiAngelo, that can shoot, that can score, that got size. And all he's going to do is get better because he got to work at it. He ain't going to give up. We can't sleep on big ball of brand doing something special. We can't do that. And what we we was talking about Chicago. Why? Because a big ball of brand. DeMar DeRozan has been in the league 12 years. We know what he going to represent. But him with uh, Zoe? Oh, yeah. That's prime time. They going to get the ball up the flow. They going to get buckets. And all Zoe does is play defense and make everybody better. And by the way, they said he couldn't shoot. But now he's a better shooter, shooting at a better percentage. And we all know about LaMelo. So Big Baller Brand is here to stay. Big Baller Brand will always be a thing. 
And by the way, I would take I would take Zoe or Lamelo over Luca because you can win a championship when your point guard playing like that. You can win when he takes smart shots and make everybody else better. Who is Luca making better today? We were talking about KP the unicorn. They was talking about he's gonna be the next dirt, but now you know he's looking like a dud out there. When just a couple of years ago they was. They was crazy about it. I remember one day we traded for the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. Ha, look what they got rid of. Knicks can't ever get nothing right. Oh, he just bad. The Knicks made a bad move. Same old Knicks. Ha, ha. Why they get rid of their supers? They can't ever get nothing right. Oh, KP going to Dallas. It's going to be on now. Put him with KP. We're going to put him with Luka, and they're going to be the greatest thing ever. And what happened? They got put out the playoffs because Paul George and the Clippers said, wop, 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 get your ass up out of here because of their point guard. But if you put KP with Zoe or LaMelo, big ball of brand, good God almighty. You see what LaMelo did with P.J. Washington? Can you imagine what he do with somebody like Chris Stapps Porzingis that could actually spread the flow and shoot? Oh, my God. Come yeah, on. You see man. how P.J. Washington handles relationships? That's not the best way to, like, gauge a guy. What? He, he has to pay, like, $100,000 a month in child support, so... Well, that's something he got. Now, if he had took the big ball away, he would stay. He wouldn't be doing all that. The bit, <laughs> because the, baby, baby had a kid with his high school sweetheart, and then like broke up with her like a year after. She was like, she's like four years older than him. Yeah, right. like I don't know. Fuck so her, big ball. Way. See, we we ain't got that kind of problem with big ball brain. We we ain't got that because get by the way, you know, Zoe had this little situation going on, but y'all hear Zoe's drama all in the news. Matter of fact, I think him and old girl got back together. You know, that, that's what we do around here, big baller brand. We come out with shoes. We make headlines for all the right reasons. And we go out here and get these buckets. Are you going to buy those shoes? That definitely, like, was more times than that. It was not positive headlines. So, yeah, big baller brand. We, we Business booming over here. That's what we do. There is no, like, business. Remember that that agent guy, like, was stealing money from them. Oh, we got him on up out of there, but that's what, yeah, we're that's, 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 that's what I'm asking about. Are you are you gonna buy the shoes? Who? You. Hey, I had some on the way. Hey, we just never know. We have a big baller brand. Never know. I'll I'll take you as a serious supporter for the, for the big baller brand, not necessarily the kids. If you buy the shoes, I don't know if I'm able to get them shoes. <laughs> So I don't know like if I'm getting $600. I don't know if I'm getting to get the shoes. But I, I go hard for the boys, though. And I, I that's that's what we're going to do. And I'm telling you, I'd rather have Zoe or LaMelo over Luca. See? See, see we ain't on, on the Wavelength podcast if Diesel's on it. We There will be no Nick slander and there will be no big baller brand slander. That's the rules. And, and I'm telling you, big ball because business booming over here with big baller brand. And you it's said booming. you had no bold predictions. And you just said you'd take Lonzo over Lamelo over Luca. Hell yeah, I would because they make the whole team better. Right there. Both of them can make their teams better. Who is Luca making better? <sighs> Who? I got somebody that's got real court vision that can shoot, knows when to shoot, that's going to improve. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm taking either one of them over Luca. Yes. 
because as a point guard, a floor general, I got somebody that can legit make the four other guys on the floor a weapon. I don't know if Luka can do that or will do that. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to let you guys go now. I don't want I don't want Wayne to say something like LaMelo is better in his second year than MJ or something like that. Fair, right? No? Okay. It's Look, just me again, I guess. <laughs> LaMelo is going to be a future star in the league. All right. Any any other thoughts from anyone? No. Okay. Uh, Fuck Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Uh, I mean it's too late to say this now, but watch this on YouTube. I think you'll get more out of it than just by listening. But if you just want to listen, Apple, Spotify. Yeah, basketball. You know. We didn't even know that it was back a couple hours ago. And then we got in here. Now we can't wait. Uh, I don't know. Any, I've been waiting else? on it. I, I, I've been waiting on it. This is like Christmas. Yeah. Don't, think I, don't think I ain't got plans for the 19th and the 20th. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably be able to watch the 19th. I don't know about the 20th, which stinks because that's when the next play. But Yeah, we're going to go and put wood on Boston. Yes. Gonna beat Lucky Charms up out of what we get ready to do. Yep. Yeah. Beat a lot of things, you know. So I'm talking about. Yeah. Speaking of the Knicks, if you want, if you want a little, uh, little more Knicks, Filipino interview. It's a good one. It's also on the YouTube, Spotify, Apple. All right. Thanks, fellas. We're out. Indeed. <laughs>